Welcome to another episode of Victory, the podcast. I'm Doug Allen. I'm Kevin Dillon. Victory! I'm Reese Coybro. I'm a special guest. <laughs> Welcome, Reese. Oh, Coors Light. We have... You want t- one, bro? We got we got a Coors Light for you. We'll send someone in. Yeah, let's, let's... We'll send someone, someone in. in. Just play through. So this is Reese Coybro many people's favorite character in the history of the show, including yes. Kevin Connolly's. Right. You know? I mean, my favorite regular was Dylan, and my favorite <laughs> semi-regular was Reese. And I'm not just saying that because you're in there. I'm already on the record there. Reese is a trained actor, Carnegie Mellon University, where my brother went to school. Oh, Reese, I didn't know that. And Reese has done no What do you wonder. think he picked up those skills in the park? The <laughs> no wonder he's so good. Solid. Cheers, bro. Cheers. Cheers. It is nice to see you guys. I don't have anything but water. But Reese has done many things aside from Entourage with Ray Donovan, etc. But we're going to focus on this. And I'm going to focus on the first day that Reese came in because it's interesting. And you probably don't know this from my perspective. But I remember your audition. And I remember Lev and I looked at each other and said, and this is not a knock on Adrian. Love Adrian. Couldn't be happier. But we said, where was this guy when we were casting Vince. Wow. <laughs> I'm, get, I'm dead certain. No, that's not. He's laughing like I'm no, making fun I, of him. but Adrian. I agree. I mean, listen. No, but I'm yeah. saying we had no second choice. Adrian was the guy. We didn't have a second choice. But we could not find, and we were looking for a Mark Wahlberg type, which Reese is a little, this is again, love Adrian. He's a little tougher. He's a little stronger. <laughs> a more hardcore, Vince. You know? He has the Aquaman shoulders that we talked about. So he'd be a less fluid. <laughs> so when the show was starting, do you ever remember? Was there a call to you? Were you where were you in 2003? And did you oh ever get? God. What a know? different era. Yeah, <laughs> you're not kidding. That was a long time ago. I was doing a deck. I was rehabbing. I was <laughs> nice. <laughs> doing some carpentry. I was, a deck. I was like, were you in LA yet? Deck. Yeah, it was what? When? When? 2003 when we start casting the show. Are you no, it was 2004 LA? when you start looking for Reese. No, it was 03. I talking about was the pilot. pilot. talking about. Oh, yeah. the pilot. Oh, oh, oh. Wow. Fucking yeah, I was chiming in. The businessman's I was in, in L.A. I, yeah, I'd, I'd been out here for like a couple months at that point. Right, yeah. Yeah. right. It was my second job. You're saying Entourage? Entourage. Yeah. Get I, out. What I was your did, first job? I did an amazing guest spot on a UPN sitcom. What show? And, uh, it was called... Uh, it was flex oh man live audience yeah yeah what is not a live audience guy by the way we need a clip of that we need a clip of that it was uh yeah i played an eastern european basketball phenom (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it was uh it was called flex it was flex alexander was the lead guy of the show it was a upn show i have to check that out but how how are your basketball skills by the way because by the way reese i don't know if either you know this this fucking guy, we're in Miami, and Reese breaks out a guitar and starts singing, and I'm, I was He's a, a triple threat, He's a triple blown threat. away. And again, back to the thing. The reason I'm talking about the Vince thing, Reese came in. People who have a star quality, Reese had it. I remember the day on the set. Thanks, I, Doug. I appreciate that. Yeah, Kevin. Used Ke- to. Used Kevin to. had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in, in his early days. Used to be. <laughs> Reese had it on the set. I don't know if you remember. I remember. The first what, day was it the uh, Crazy Girls. But oh forget Crazy God. Girls. I'm talking in the parking lot for lunch. We're there, and everybody, when Reese would walk by, everybody was like, who the fuck, who the fuck is this guy? You had a presence, and it was perfect because, for those of you who don't know, this character, Billy Walsh, was based on Rob Weiss, 
who wrote on the show and produced on the show. But Rob had a huge independent movie hit when he was young. And Rob is a crazy, funny character. And I offered the part to Rob. I said, how about you play Rob Weiss? Thank God he said, I'm not a fucking actor, bro. And we got Reese because this really did. I mean, it became. Do you some- remember who else was in the conversation? Vincent yeah. Gallo. Vincent, Vincent Gallo. Gallo. Yeah. yeah. Who also turned it down. But and again, I, Vincent Gallo is great. But turned it down, yes. bro. You were like the eighth choice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I now play cornhole with Vincent Gallo a lot. Ew. Not the real that, game. That, cornhole. That's a truth story. Underhand or overhand? Uh, no, it's, you got to go, underhand. go underhand. And you got to yeah, get, get a little. You got to get a little spin in you cornhole. Ba- you do backspin. I get a little spin. Yeah. Really? I'll it, smoke all you guys at Cornhole. Dylan's Dylan a master. is the best. He's master Reese. of parlor yeah, games. He bar games. And Dylan <laughs> I, is love games I love games. I love games. Do you remember, Reese? I think you were there for foosball. this, but do you remember the, the season seven, the Sasha Gray season when we had the foosball table? Remember that? We, oh, and yeah. we would have these yeah. like serious, yes. intense games. And yes. Dylan is, of course, the best. I was his partner. We won we like 14 be games we in a row. Because be of Dylan. And then like one game where like, a little adversity. We're down like six feet. Dylan's like, if you're not going to fucking take this serious, I'm, gonna I'm like, Dylan, we won 15 in a row. We're down two points. Bear we will me. not lose now. We will not lose now. I will what, not accept you. What makes Dylan so good at foosball? Like, what? what is your skill? He's got, uh, I think Dylan that. has he good refuses, hands. He refuses to lose. I no, don't want to lose. I'm very competitive. You're like Michael Jordan. You, did, you showed me the technique, the, the, the slide <laughs> yeah, yeah. where you slide it. Well, you, yeah, you slide it on slide your palm. It. So it's so you can get a lot of snap. But you can't let go of the rod or you're spinning the foosball, and that's illegal. So there are a lot of – got to learn the technique. And you're it's good at darts. Good Dylan's good at Very darts. Very good at darts. Yeah. Foosball. Dylan we is – so what it sounds like, though, KD, you're kind of like a very good – alternate sports guy like in the uh, strange sports alternative those, sports alternative <laughs> sports like uh, pretty much bar sports you know I, you I don't even want to go to a bar if they Dylan, don't have games <laughs> or Dylan, you, Dylan you're gonna get at horseshoes of course you are yeah great at horse. I got a, I got a pit in my house horseshoe pit <laughs> of course you do <laughs> I, did, I got a horseshoe pit by the way pit. nothing better than a good old fashioned game of horseshoes hey Kev do you remember we were playing pinball on the set, we had all those pinball machines. You got so <laughs> upset because you could not beat me. Yeah, you're good at and pinball. And I would play yeah. two you have, balls You also have ten of them in your house. Still, you also have ten pinball machines. Yes, I do. Dylan collects <laughs> classic pinball machines. I do. I'm yeah. obsessed with this horseshoe pit. Because first of all, I don't mean to be ignorant. I, I've heard the game horseshoes. I don't even have a clue what it is. Is that like... Well, horse? you have a couple stakes in the ground. You want to try and throw so ringers. it's a little cornhole. And you have no, to get but like it's close. with metal horseshoes. It's right. very much like cornhole. But to be honest with you, I like cornhole better. I haven't played wow. horseshoes since... I built my own cornhole boxes. Oh, me too. Me too. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're very heavy. What yeah. the fuck well, you probably is going on? Two, two by fours, right? A couple yeah, of two, two by fours. Four. And by the way, yeah, Reese, Reese, Reese is like a master. Yeah. Reese is like a master carpenter. At one point, yeah. I had him come to my house. I'm like, do you want to redo my yard? Right? Like, I do it. I do it for you. <laughs> yeah, he's good. I, yeah, like, I, mean, to, like, I Reese, like to mess around like that too. Reese came in for that one storyline, and then he was just there forever, right? I mean, I we try to keep him around as much as possible. Reese was sort of like a semi regular, which let's get into how nuts it was dealing with Reese, who I love like a brother. But Well, you were mad when he showed up on the dirt bike. Oh, my God. So <laughs> oh, my God. He let me ride it. Remember I was riding around? So, so basically, like was Dylan the on first day of season four, it's Medellin and Reese is basically in every scene of every episode on the season. And on the first day, he shows up on a dirt bike out in Santa Clarita or somewhere crazy. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I can't have this guy riding around on the freeways on a dirt bike. And, and by the way, it, it, again, for people out there listening to this, it, it explains sometimes how the business works. Reese comes in for a guest spot. It could have been one episode, but he kills it. We all love him, and he becomes 
the central focus, if Kevin is correct, which I'm not sure of season four, but season yes, four, uh, correct. the first scene we're shooting, actually, it's the, the documentary style episode. And we're shooting at the Disney ranch about 45 minutes away from LA. And it is pouring torrential rains. And, <laughs> and you got to understand there's Ugh. obviously insurance, but that doesn't help us. If anything happens to Reese, we're shut down and there's no show until we write new scripts. Cause he's the whole thing. Reese it a rolls dirt bike in, too, it wasn't even a motorcycle. I also, I also nice, did not know how to drive that. No way. <laughs> I was like, I was unlicensed. No, come on. I, I was, like, I was, I was, was shit in my pants. It was, like every, a it was at 650. Actually. Wow. Was, that oh, thing was not safe like for highway Kawasaki, travel. Yeah. Kawasaki, uh, 650. Yeah, that was fun. I took a nice ride on that. Jesus. By the way, Dylan, who took a nice run on the basketball court, shattered his arm, and we almost had a... The show was almost over on that one, so... Also, in Dylan's defense, it was a cobblestone driveway. Oh, my God. It was far from the sport court. Let's put the... The basketball court would look great here, but there's no pavement. There's, like, all these holes and... Also, do you remember that with the day Dylan broke his arm? It was Doug's birthday. Yes. And I called Doug and said, show's over, bro. Well, first of all, my arm is broken. I stuck it in the... uh, in fountain. the fountain, and I saw Connolly, who was right next to me, saw the whole thing. And you might even have heard it snap. I mean, it was it, like it was awful. And you came running, you turned white. And you I, ran I, I was like, man, he ran in the house. Up. I ran away. I was like, somebody call 911. <laughs> and, and by the way, this was not, there was no defense of Dylan. It wasn't uh, anyone mad at Dylan. It was absolutely devastating and scary. And and Kevin, of course, couldn't wait till my birthday was over to fucking call me. Show's and over. Go, show's canceled. We're done for the season. <laughs> go get a Six job. Six months minimum. Six months minimum. We're shut and, down. But real quick, that was season three. Tell you what, I'll tell you Four? the episode. It was the threesome episode. So season three. Season three. I mean, this guy is on it. The businessman knows everything that happens. He's a businessman. What do you expect? (laughs) Hey, Reese, I'm still shocked that Entourage was your second gig because it takes a long time to get that good. And he's doing it in his second time around. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah, we knew right away, too. Remember, I think it was Adrian and I go to see. Yeah, uh, at, the, at the Chateau. Yeah. I mean, that scene is. No, no, no. The, the first scene we shot, it was at Crazy Girls. And I remember, uh, like, you know, as the new guy, I'm going to try to talk to him. I was like, uh, so, you know, how, how's it going out here? And he's like, good. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you, you mingling? You meeting any friends? Not really. <laughs> Do you know what fucking Reese did in Vegas? Reese oh, shaved shit, his head in Vegas. I mean, before. Oh, while we're I remember. The, while we're in the middle of shooting, and I do credit this as one of my greatest artistic moments ever because, again, I, everyone knows I was crazy when things were not going right. I got a little obsessive and nuts, and Reese shows up with a different head of hair and anyone who knows how you shoot film or a TV show, you need the guy's hair to You're look the same. Order, You're not in yeah. order. Well, so. Yeah, and you don't go from like shoulder length hair to a, to a buzz cut. Yeah. I mean, that's no camera tricks. Dude, but, it was patchy too. You, yeah. you didn't like get it all. Also, oh, yeah. too, it was like he had just done the pianist or something. And, and Reese has to do this scene in the theater so we put a beanie on him, which fortunately he looks good in. And then basically he says, I'm so nervous. I shaved my fucking head. So we used it and it worked and everything was great. <laughs> that made nervous. sense for it his was, character. Uh, it was all planned out. Yeah. So what, what really did, what did happen in Vegas? Why did you shave your head? I mean, no, I asked you, I'm going to get a hair. I think I said, I'm going to get a haircut. A haircut. And then he goes, yeah. He didn't I, say he was going to give himself a haircut with buzzers. Yeah, but it's like the dirt bike. I'm going to get a new, I'm going to get a new mode of transport, which I thought meant a car, but he had a dirt bike. I, I you wish thought he, he was going to race to kind of give him a little trim. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Reese had a great head of hair. So I thought, all right, you know, do whatever you want to hear. But yeah, he shaved his head and it did look like he just came out of prison or something like that. So I remember, you know, after season one, after season one, I wasn't sure if, if what was going to happen in season two. <laughs> he didn't if like I the was show. Com- if I was coming back, you know, <laughs> and, and I thought, but I, but I was hoping, you know, that we would do 
the making of Queens Boulevard. And and then I, I thought I would I wanted to grow this like giant huge beard. Coppola beard. And, <laughs> and, and 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 I was sort of like trying to, you know, manifest this storyline of of Queens Boulevard like going off the rails. Yeah, yeah. And having it yeah. be and then I was so disappointed, you know, when it when when season two came around and they're like, no, no, it's done. They it's got it over. already. They're moving on. They're not yeah, doing it's that. already over. And uh No, we did looping, right? We did looping. Yeah, we yeah. did looping. <laughs> I was kind of disappointed too, because I thought we were gonna be going back to New York maybe to film it. You know, I mean we had a lot of this stuff in the show going forward, but one of the first scenes I think that really started where Connolly E just gets treated like shit by people. And I watched the scene last night I haven't seen in years. It's really phenomenal at the Chateau where he just keeps that calling your thing, e. suit, being on time. <laughs> no. I won Sundance at 24 hours after the arrival. <laughs> and was that the first time suit? I don't think, I never heard yeah. it before. I think it's the yeah. first time. Oh, yeah. we invent suit? Oh, I don't know. If we did, I did, but I don't know. That I yeah. can't speak to. I've never no, heard we cornered the that. market if we didn't invent it. Yeah, we, we definitely. Because I get that's screamed right. at that 50 times a day between <laughs> yeah. that and Seth Green. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, it's really, it's such a it's such a great entrance. I love how Frankel shot that episode. And it really, it feels Very like cool. a throwback, really. But Reese comes in, and, and like I said, he feels like he just is going to be a part of this crew, which, you know, it's obviously there's five guys already, but we, we brought you in a lot. Let's hear from your perspective. What was your experience like coming to this show? Did it feel like you were working with professionals or did it feel like a fucking mess like it, <laughs> well it, you know it was amazing because it was basically my first experience you know yeah with that's Hollywood. all downhill from that's that. my that, first experience that really is so I, I learned a lot of uh great habits on the show you know like because yeah. you couldn't you couldn't fuck around you couldn't you couldn't be anything but super sharp otherwise yeah, yeah. you, no, would you get, had to know you your, your ass handed to you and you yeah. couldn't like if you were going to do some kind of improv. It better be fucking good because you were gonna yeah. get you were you were gonna get you know and do it at the top and, and, and you, or and the you end had of the to, and you had to have great rhythm. You had to you can't you couldn't mm-hmm. mess around. So no doubt. The it was a lot of so great important. lot of great habits that yeah. it was so well yeah. written that you know you just had it was to, you had to stick no but Doug, <laughs> you are Doug, 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 your big that. thing has always been like because you've said like I don't know rhythmically I just don't like it yeah mm-hmm. it's like music to me the way it sounds because a lot of times I didn't even watch I would just listen and that was more important come back to us and go. Can you say that instead of the? Like, Does it really matter, Doug? Yeah, I remember you said you came. I remember you coming up to me at Crazy Girls and saying, "Saying like it's great, it's great, but you gotta say key key." I think I said key foods in one in one take, and you said it's key food. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, clearly, very like, particular. Clearly, this group is going to make me sound like a complete jerk off here. That I'm like on little things, but you, you know, had your moments. It, it was it was definitely a rhythm thing. I want to talk about Crazy Girls just for a minute. And well, we did is, a couple episodes at Reese. We, we, so where I, we couldn't find Billy Walsh. We knew where to go. I want to <laughs> know if this was, uh, if A, if Reese was there, and B, I want to know what happened because when I watched it last night, I had this flashback memory that Connolly and Adrian almost had a fight outside of Crazy Girls. Is that the day? Yeah, that uh, was the day. Really? No, what, what we were arguing was, we did, we had an argument. It was a dust up. It was like, and everybody walk away and take five. Everybody take five walk minutes away. because... The discussion was we were in the Hummer and we were <laughs> supposed to be smoking a joint and we're 10 feet from the door. And I just said, like, why would we smoke a joint on the sidewalk when we would just smoke in the car uh, was the thought. And Adrian said, because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about or something like that. I said, fuck you. And it was like, all right, everybody jumped in. It was like, all right, everybody take five. Frankel, you know what? It was David Frankel. 
Because he Franco directed the pilot and uh, yep. and seven. Yep. That's it. That's the dust. I remember it well, being yeah, pretty it more was, significant. It was receiving around that. for this. I remember you know? that. I remember it being pretty significant, you know. Yeah, it was about the joint. I was not there. Yeah, and you I, mean, I don't think we were. You were right. If I wasn't right, we wouldn't be smoking a joint. It was illegal back then. By the way, I was 100% right. Yes. As usual. All right, so we got our guest here. smoke a joint in a yellow Hummer. Yes. Good. So, Reese, all right, you were born in Italy, correct? That is. Or is that a bullshit rumor? Well, it's a. <laughs> it's, it's legend. Long, it's, it's a long story. Give us a little bit of it. Give us a little bit. You know, it was the early days of the internet. <laughs> was it something you put up there? No, like, I didn't put it up. There. You put it on your uh, Instagram profile. <laughs> born in Italy. Have you been to? No, Italy? it was before. Uh, it was. I. I. I have. I, I speak Italian pretty well. Nice. Nice. And uh, you got some was, Irish in there too. I don't. My mom is Irish. My mom's an Irish big Irish family, yeah. and my dad's family's Italian. Right, um, we actually try to get because. Kevin Dillon and I, we went to Italy together. Kevin oh, Connolly so and I went to Italy together on a separate trip, but uh, we tried to get you there. I, I had a, an almost wedding that didn't happen, but we still had a big I party became, for it in Italy. became the best yeah, trip well, of all time. Yeah, it was so great. It was a great time. Oh. We almost got raised there. Connolly didn't show up, but that's not surprising. Uh, oh, that whole work thing is really mm. getting in the way of social <laughs> gatherings <laughs> in Europe. <laughs> it might be the last time sadly we're in europe so Oof. so you you graduate carnegie mellon let's talk about let's let's have a real discussion i mean i know we're fucking around and like let's talk career you come out carnegie mellon how do you get an agent uh i got it i got one out of school i did a play on broadway that was my first nice. job in new york nice. first uh first job what I had was a little it called play and it was called uh dinner at eight it was like a play with a at lincoln center Broadway, nice. technically yeah. Broadway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's big it was like a big, big cast, big. 30, 30 people in the cast. You know, it was all these veteran actors in there. And they. I, I saw that the way to have a good career would be to come to L.A. and try <laughs> to actually not, you know, Smart. be a theater actor. Somewhere where you can right. make real <laughs> make money. money. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. So I came out here and... How'd you find your agent? I mean, what'd you do? Coming out of school, I got right. an agent. So, I mean, he's being fucking modest, well, but just so you know out there, you he, don't usually just walk exactly. out of school and get you an agent. You know what's I mean, funny? Yeah. Kevin Dillon's got a good claim. Dillon, who did you get an agent for that, like, became a pretty big star? Didn't you get somebody? Was it oh, one of the uh, Sopranos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vincent. What's his last name? Do we know? Oh, Pastor. Pastori. Oh, big Vinny. Did Kevin Dillon went to his agent and said, you gotta sign this guy. It was for my, my neck of the woods. He, he lived in Nourishell, and Vinny was like, he's like, I want to act. Uh, can you help me out? And I said, yeah, because I think he would be great. He's such a character, you know? But he, <laughs> he's such a great guy, and he's a great friend, and it was nice that I could uh, you know, help him out with the career, and he's given me a lot of credit to, to well, through the days. Big, you know? That's a big deal, because to Doug's point, what he's asking Reese is, like, it's hard to get an agent. It is tough. You know yeah. what I mean? It was actually a girl I went to school with that had an agent that was like recommended, and then I remember... I had a non-speaking role on CSI. Uh, CSI. That was actually my first role. They, he lied and said that I was in the in the union. <laughs> Tell us about Twenty Four. What was that like doing this massive successful show? Kiefer, who's obviously amazing. Well, that was and that was kind of my first show after after Entourage, right? Which you know, it's a drama. It's it's, it's a much it's just different, way different. It's a much different vibe. Yeah, but I I, I, was, I was able to put a down payment on my house that I still live in. Right, nice. so nice. That, was, that was a. But it was not the fun of Entourage. Was, how, how many episodes did you do? Uh, it was like a you know the writers' strike happened in the middle of it, so I think I was supposed to be on for the whole season, but then when the writers' strike ended, they came back and and, and I was I was. 
I was a, I was a mole. <laughs> uh, didn't the writers' strike affect us a bit too? Didn't it? Yeah, we were down. That's when we played a lot of golf. Yes, yes. you got good. I got good. Better yeah, than right. Kevin Connolly. You okay. got good. I I still had to give him a stroke a hole, but you <laughs> got really good. I was playing well too back then. But. Yeah. What about Connolly? Listen, uh, we'll, you, you know, know you can occasionally hit a talk, good shot. We can talk all we want. I'll go out on the golf course with you, and I'll, I'll smash your face, and we can video it, and we can put it on the podcast. What are you going to smash your face? Hit me with a club. Five strokes. I'm just going to beat you by five strokes. By the way, so have you ever? Have you actually fought on screen? Oh yeah, a couple times. Oh yeah, a couple good dust ups. That was a good, dust and it was a dust up though, because it was all dusty out there when we were. And, and by no, the no, way, no, we fought at Barney's Beanery, right? You know, no, you fought at fucking Barney's because you know, which was based on my friend Eric Kritzer. Because I, I don't want to say the details of it, but basically, he had a beef with somebody, and he walked up. Barney's was a tight restaurant that every agent in town went to. It was all suits and a couple of you know not suits. And Eric Kritzer walked in and punched this guy in the face right in Barney's. So my little homage to him was to have this fight happen between you two at Barney's, which... Uh, the, um, my, the best is the breaking word for Billy Walsh was hack. <laughs> he was cool until I, called him, until I called him a hack and he snapped. You don't call me hack. But the other one was uh, Medellin, right? There was a big dust up at Medellin. Well, the, well um, I told I, him that know. he can't wait for the light. We got to shoot. <laughs> but I remember holding you back and you're pretty much... Like trying to get at him. No, he was trying. No, Billy beat. Walsh was trying to kill the cinematographer. Oh, that's yeah. what it was. After we that's watched, snuck was. into Daly. Yeah, he didn't yeah. like. He didn't like how it looked. Yes. <laughs> yes. This character is based on a lot of real people in Hollywood and a lot of kind of film school directors that come out with a lot of arrogance. So the three of you start with Reese. What's the craziest director that you've dealt with? And if it happens to be me, that's fine. I sure it isn't. But <laughs> what kind of weird shit have any of you dealt with dealing with really? It was Connolly. He was a no, no. Well, I met, you know, I've met a lot of, of young directors who have said, you know, you really inspired me to. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get in on like it's kind of a red flag. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! You've met you've met real directors that watch the show. And they said, saw Billy Walsh and wanted to get in the game. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's trouble, right? Or, or there. was that like just like me? You know, no, no. A lot of people, a lot of directors have said, you know, that that they identified, that they identified with. This. My last movie had four fucking people in it. <laughs> fucking heat. <laughs> I mean, you know, it was it was. That's my favorite episode of, of the 96 episode. The documentary? Yeah, I just thought it was different. I It's not anything I've ever seen before. We ended with a bang. I Just the whole thing. I, I, I just really enjoyed the, oh, the was... style the style of it and the table reading. Remember the table reading? Oh, yeah. I love it. And Dylan was tanning with the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's got a fucking crazy director story like that. Well, uh, or the Stone. He, <laughs> he did two movies with Oliver Stone. <laughs> but uh, he's a great guy. I mean, I love, I love working. But anybody, I mean, what about somebody? But it's hated. always, it's what? never a dull moment, you know. But anyone you fucking hated that you were on the set going, "This is insane." They didn't know what they were doing. They no, they I mean, were... yeah, Cassavetes yeah, was times. fun, but intense too. You know what I mean? You had... Like kind of, yeah. Nick Cassavetes, intense guy. You, you... Never had more fun doing a movie. I mean, any fights with him? By the way, Nick Cassavetes is huge. But yeah, he threw a construction cone at my head, but that was at the bar after the set. <laughs> that was no on the notebook? I made it, yeah, yeah, we were like at a bar drinking afterwards, and like, I, I don't know, somebody said something, made a joke about his shirt, and I just laughed. I didn't even say anything. I just kind of chuckled at the joke, and he locked it on me. Right. Well, and, uh, when you're second assistant director, you, know, you got to not laugh at those jokes. The right? second unit director. Mm -hmm. Sorry, second unit. Yeah, so no, you, and in then case he you don't know, Kevin, the block, Kevin was he, the second unit director on the notebook. He chased yeah. me out of the bar, literally. 
and I'm like running He's down a the big street. Dude and too, I'm like, man. yo, Nick, what are you doing, man? I'll run back to LA. I'm like, you're not going to catch me. Not tonight. You know, I know Nick a little bit, not nothing like you, but Nick was on the show and the greatest. He, he's the greatest. He, but he is a good inspiration for this kind of character because he's yeah. real artistic and he's real fucking tough. And Nick didn't want to come back for the second day of filming. He started he shooting. He just woke up and decided he didn't want to shoot that you know, day. He's like, yeah, you know what? I don't wow. want to do it. And we're I like, said, well, Nick, uh... <laughs> what, what, why, what are you talking about? What do you mean? We're, I, I we're think, out. We're I, here. I think, by the way, I actually think when looking back at this, I think Connolly was involved in this because what happened was I get a call. Nick's not coming back. I think unless you, unless you shoot a scenic goal, which ultimately became Connolly's bar. So I think there was some back room Business shit man. going oh, really? on. Yeah, it was P- Pacheco uh, making moves. We shot the Erlacher scene. I don't, I don't know what happened. I just know Nick wasn't coming back unless I did something. So it was like, I was strong armed into like doing something, which was fine. I, I like gonna, it. Businessman. Yeah. Businessman right there. Nick Cassavetti. So, and, and <laughs> you know who I did go. work with as a director who was pretty crazy was Kevin Connolly <laughs> on the Gotti movie. Yeah. Reese and I, oh, Reese yeah. was, by the way, Reese was there no, for I mean, ground zero. Wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's. I remember you there. Yeah. That was let's great. have a little chat about that. John Gotti is a famous, infamous mobster from New York. When I was growing up, John Gotti was the godfather of New York. He was the man. Kevin Connolly. Well, he was the last one yeah, ever. The Teflon Don, and it was a big deal. And Kevin Connolly directed the movie. Reese was in it. Who'd you play in that movie? Mikey Scars. I played Mikey Scars, which was, uh, he was based on. Mikey uh, Scars. Uh, yeah, okay, but I was yeah. called something else. Yeah, we called, we had to change. We had to change They didn't want to, they didn't yeah. want to glorify. Uh, it was a real guy. Rats. Hey, thanks for my part, bro. But, no, no, I, I appreciate that, that man. No, 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 really. You fucking missed the uh, tea time for the Titanic on that one. <laughs> um, but it, it, seriously, dude, I, you know, I don't even know. I like oh, the movie. Dude, dude, here's the ironic Amazing, thing. Amazing. The, the, the way, ironic yeah. thing is, okay, so the shoot. The, the shoot was of the movie was, oh. was Cincinnati for New York. short of horrific. <laughs> I mean, it was just next level shit that one day I'll really talk about. I don't know when. It maybe. was like an impossible. I was watching a man do an impossible task. Kevin Connolly's the man you're talking about. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin Connolly. It was just an uphill battle of will. It was, it was, it was. And you're shooting Cincinnati to be New York. Yeah. Okay. 21 days and it's fucking, we have no picture cars <laughs> and it's like, I'm like, alright, let's bring your car in and they just keep sticking the same fucking yellow cab. Like, that fucking yellow cab off the, I mean, the things that happened on this movie were, were insane, but my adrenaline was so pumped that when I came home and my adrenaline settled I went into this weird funk I get a phone call and they say hey uh, there's a show that Gavin O'Connor is doing um, they're seeing like seven or eight people and they want to they wanna see you and I was like you know what maybe this is what the doctor ordered I'm going to go on an audition get my sides I wake up the morning and I know I'm having a bad I just know I don't feel well I go there in the middle of the audition, wow. literally threw my sides up and said, I'm out. I had three or four false starts and I could <laughs> hear my voice cracking like I was going to cry. <laughs> and then I got him. It, what was and, the movie? Uh, it, was, it was a show called Seven Seconds, was it, Reese? Yeah, yeah. And I got in the car and I drove to Cedar sinai and I walked in and I said, I'm dying. <laughs> I've been there. I've been there. I, yo, they were like dying of what? I said, probably a heart attack. And they gave me a shot in the ass. I don't even know what they gave me. I, I, I was, yeah. it literally, I I'm, was, I had a nervous breakdown yeah. for real. I always thought it was an expression. I know Doug's been there and I know I've been there. Yeah, serious was, anxiety. It and was then, a fucking and breakdown. Then this I, wasn't anxiety. I went in next. <laughs> or you would know. You, <laughs> so went you in. saw him like lipping no, out of there. Come out. And you're like, oh, man, that must be a tough room, man. Yo, listen, I, I, do you know who Jason Gedrick is? Jason Gedrick. I know him So Jason Gedrick was between Reese and I, right? Okay. And when I 
Like, same Kevin, roles, o- Kevin same O'Connor's role? like looking at me. He's like rolling his eyes. He's annoyed. The casting director is like pulling for me so hard. <laughs> she wants me to fuck. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck <sighs> this, man. I'm done. And I walked out and I, one thing I remember, I remember Pat and Jason Gedrick on the back going, you're up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and I walked out, I got in the car and that was it. So Jason Gedrick, by the way, Iron Eagle. We both screen tested for Iron Eagle. Of course. We were were talking about that one the other day. Right, right, right. And and then Lou Goss had lived uh, on my street a couple of houses down, so I got to know him. I think it's interesting. And and let's let's talk about some of that because, you know, for some people to talk, is Entourage realistic or not? You know, you have this meltdown in in the audition. Kevin Dillon actually, drama, melts down in the audition with me. Yeah, and Larry Charles. Yes, and uh, th- you literally. Well, I you mean, guys were texting away. Yeah, well, and, I was. Uh, yeah, who was doing the text? Lev. It was Lev. Yeah. Which is real, by the way. It's yes. fucking real. And well, I heard that Oliver Stone kind of answered his phone. I heard stories about that. Too. Right during an audition, and you know. So, but Johnny Drama, Johnny Drama, that. literally took his sides and threw it in my face. Which you know, in in Hollywood, that could be a very bad thing to happen oh, to yeah. you. But as we heard, it actually happened. So tell me, like that happened in your audition for Entourage? No, this no, was no. on the show. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, Reese has no, never seen the no, Johnny Drama. In real life, yeah. <laughs> Johnny Drama flipped out. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I remember, I remember that scene. So Reese, any. Any meltdowns during an audition? Are you calm? Are you nervous? I've never oh, seen Reese seem always, nervous. Everyone's always he nervous. Did, well, Reese didn't seem nervous for this, and I thought Reese was good. I thought you had that one in the bag for sure. I thought I did, too. Until I he saw you this. walking out sweating right, like right. that old white. He saw me come out on a stretcher. He was like, <laughs> all right, well. Wait, did you get it, Reese? I think no? I ended up testing for it, but then uh, some other schmo got it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you get nervous for auditions? Oh, it's the fucking worst. Yeah, it I mean, is. it's why no it's why everybody identify. I mean, any any anybody who's ever done any acting, fucking just like the character of Johnny Drama is. Yeah, more, they do. I've had I mean, a lot it's of so, actors. It's so poignant, you know. Yeah. It's like it goes beyond. <laughs> they, I've it goes had beyond so comedy. many people tell me I've been auditioned just like that when they were on the text. I swear to God, thousands. And so, just like the, just the desperation, you know, like the, I'll do, I'll do anything. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean anything. Well, the fact in this episode that, that, that still, and, and again, it's tough. I hope let that's me, not the bookie that's doing that scene, because that'd be awkward. <laughs> I mean, but it's, it's amazing that he's still, that's my part. he's still willing to do it. But I want to talk about that because you look at this episode now. 14 whatever years later and it feels like a little uncomfortable but the truth is there were articles at the time that talked about the fact that there were if if a major movie star played gay or played mentally challenged they were getting oscars and people talked about how prescient we were with that now it's like oh we're nasty but my point was is that these auditions and these things come up and where that episode came from was based on reality and it's not that i ever spoke to Wahlberg about it but boogie nights he had to do a scene where he has, you know, an encounter with a guy. And to me, it was like, okay, Mark is a tremendous actor, but I wanted to know from his, what was it like, guy's guy, and was he thinking what the guys from the neighborhood would think? And that's where the whole episode really came from. Even though it's a light comedy, I get it. It was meant to be into something that we're we're talking about, and that is actors. So have you had parts offered to you that you were not comfortable with doing with? I actually remember calling Scotty Khan when I was, I was testing for some show and I did. So I had the contract drawn up like the seven year contract mm-hmm. for some show that was like some procedural show. And he was on, you know, Y five O, and I was like, yeah, I was like, Scott, I don't know what to do. Like, should I do it or not? Or is it, I ended up doing it, of course, but I did go in and I kind of, there was an intentional kind of clang 
you know. Yeah. I think I, she didn't just want it. Didn't really day. want it. Right. There's part, well, that's when you re- where they want you to get. Then they. That's how you yeah. get it. Right. When you <laughs> hate when you. Oh, I hope I don't get this part. And then they. You're so relaxed. <laughs> well, I, I mean, honestly, you Reese does have it. And again, back to that chateau scene where you know a lot of stuff I put in for my life, but the you know. When Reese is playing this tough guy and he says to Connolly, E, he says to E, you know, um, something about the neighborhood and Connolly's like, oh, you're from Queens. And we realize you're really, which is the funny thing, because you see a lot of this in Hollywood, the posers, you're really like a rich kid from Scarsdale who's playing, <laughs> who's playing this guy, you know? All right. So anyway, what kind of actors influenced you? Like, who are, who are people that you grew up watching and liking their styles or what? I mean, Mingy. I don't know, man. I... Did you say Mingy? <laughs> Let's talk about other shit. Like, what do you guys do in life? Like, Reese, what do you like to do during the day? Reese, by the way, has a, a amazing wife who's actually a kind of trailblazing female director doing phenomenal right now. And uh, uh, yeah. but what do you guys what do you like to do? What's on those... the new on the new on the entourage reboot, she'll be the she'll be the Yeah, she's been working for a while. So what 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 are you doing for fun? What's going on? Like let's get into some other shit. Kevin Dillon likes to fly fish. He I wants mean, to take us all fly fishing. Oh, I love yeah. it too. That'd hell be yeah. great. I'm I mean, I'm in for that. I run, Kev, we're in. I run the cafeteria it. basically. That's what I do. What does that mean? <laughs> I gotta feed the kids at the house. The kids, <laughs> you're taking care of the kids. You're yeah, Mr. Well, Are you Mr. Like, Mom? I like right cooking. Now? You know, I'm cook. I cook. You know, I'm, I'm cooking three square meals a day right now. What are you cooking? Give I'm us gonna some bring home shit. some trout, and you can cook it up for uh, us. Yeah. <laughs> when Rainbow was, baby. Rainbow when was trout. the last time you caught some trout? This weekend. You really? But you I didn't catch one. <laughs> My buddy caught a rainbow but trout. You didn't. But... You went over. Yeah. It was. It Yikes. Was... It was my first time fly fishing. No, it's awesome, but it's a bummer to go fishing and not get a fish. Yeah, I had a lot of bites, but uh, yeah, that's that's Just great, Kevin. Get it in. <laughs> that's great. You had a lot of fucking <laughs> bites. Get sure it in you the did. Boat, huh? sure a lot you of did. bites. Any, anyone see those bites, bites Kevin? <laughs> yeah. Anyone like can prove that you had some bites? So where I could li- I could have lied, you know. <laughs> where did you go fishing? Uh, Sequoia National. Wow! All right, it was nice. awesome, man. Nice. It was unbelievable. Connolly, you like the Kern you, River? You man. like fly fishing, also, don't you? I do. I love fly fishing. I, I got to do it. It's, nice. it's very peaceful, yes. and it's like it, it, whether it's like the noise in the stream. There's something about it that it's like one of the few places that I can truly relax. It's I got. Yeah. I got to tell there's you, there's a rhythm to it too. It just it just right. feels yeah. great. Well, I, I actually catch it's, fish, so imagine how that. Feels. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's embarrassing to say that I've wanted to go fly fishing since I saw a river runs through it, which has got to be 20 years ago. Hey, by the way, I fly fished. Off of that rock. Wow. Because it's like cool. a famous rock, the fly yeah. fish, but the tour guide. But did I you catch did. anything? I did. I did. And and we, we were also in Utah. I should have like. said that. I caught something as well. Well, I yeah. You could have lied. Said, Nobody would have said anything. <laughs> you know, we'll CGI a fish I'm in, an old, in your hands. I'm more of a, a, a Long Island Sound guy, so a saltwater guy. So I'm right. Dylan, you do masonry work too, right? Dylan, didn't I'll you? do whatever I have to do. You can do whatever, right? You build, uh, yeah. You build but, like walkways and like yes. You go to Home Depot, you buy the bricks. You yes, I, it, you my do. whole front, uh, you know, the front of my house. You did that is whole all, thing. I did it all. Reese, you brick too, by bro. brick. Yeah. How was the fires out there, dude? It was crazy. I actually fought the fires. I stayed put. Garden hose. Yeah. Let's tell that. Garden hose. Dylan, let's tell that story. Tell neighbors. us about that. Dylan stayed to fight for his own home. Well, so first I had to get... Uh, now we're talking uh, a year and a half ago, but yes. Uh, first I had to get my family out of there. Big so, Malibu fire. Uh, it started, it came over the hill, and my ex with my daughter, they caught it first up in Malibu Lake, Lake Malibu up there. And I went up to get them, brought them back, put them in my guest house, and then it jumped the hill. And, and then I had to get them out of town and drive back in. So I drove back into the fire. And that's when it got pretty. And crazy. let me ask Terrifying. you: If you weren't yeah. there, your house had been gone. 
Well, I, I think so. I think right. so. But I did have a couple other neighbors that stayed, and one was Bob two. Dylan. No, I don't know about Bob. I know he doesn't. He live lives in Malibu. Doesn't but he live near you? I, he does. He lives somewhere around me. I fought the fires at Nick Nolte's house. Fuck. I tried to save his house, and unfortunately, I couldn't. Well, well, that was nice was, of you to try. Anyway. Yeah. But, uh, by the way, I hope he appreciates it and will come on the podcast. Oh, he does. I'm, I'm sure he, he does. He's actually he's a great guy. I would hope he's he thanked me so many right? times. He's a great guy, and we've been good friends for a long time. I knew him back in New York through my brother Matt. And the strange thing is, he was doing a movie with my brother Matt at the time, and Matt's yelling at me. He's like, "Get the hell out of there! What are you, an idiot?" You got insurance. Get out of there. And I could. And then he's like, uh, what's that? Nick wants to know how his house is doing. <laughs> and I was like, oh, uh, tell him I'm sorry, bro. I tried. Tell him I gave it my best. I bro. gave it my best. <laughs> but, but I mean, me and a couple other neighbors tried to fight it. But you saved he your lives place, on a, though. Your place I did. Go. Yeah. No. But he's got no. some videos from in the middle. Yeah, of those it. videos yes. are those videos are disturbing. And then there's also that famous picture. Like, the, basically, the Malibu, you know, listen, the Malibu's, there's some tough customers out there, and a bunch of guys. There is, yeah. A bunch of, bunch of Malibu guys got together and said, yo, if you come come here and try to loot, and there's this picture with, with the all Point these Doom Posse or something. What the do point they got? Doom Posse. Yeah, that's like, all, I'm like, I'm looking, I'm like, Dylan's in there somewhere. I posted that. <laughs> you were in there. I kind of caught a lot of slack for that because. These guys weren't, aren't, there were some illegal weapons they were holding, you know, like bump stocks and whatnot. But the, you know, right. there were no cops around. There were no firemen around. People's houses are burning. Other people's houses are getting robbed. Mm. And, you know, people felt that they had to take it in, into their own hands. Well, yeah, you defend your home. I mean, you yeah. can't allow looters to come yeah. in. Yeah. Your You're not allowed in California, unfortunately. They're allowed yeah. to do whatever the fuck they want here. And you have to <laughs> yeah. sit back and watch. So yeah. it's a, a little crazy in California. Also, too, I mean, I, unless you live here, and you, you you know the area, you can't really fully appreciate. I don't know that the news, I mean, granted, there were some scary images on the news. I don't know that the news really did. I think you kind of have to live here to understand the, the severity of those fires. You but got- my neighbor's chicken coop caught on fire. So I went over there and they were all pinned underneath the wire mesh. So I had to lift up the wire mesh and have the... You freed a bunch I had of a, chickens? I had a, she has about 25, 30 chickens. I freed them all. And they stood there. They've never Every been out. Himself. They've never been out of the coop. I was like, "Go away, chicken. go chickens, go run. somewhere, fly, like, chickens." Like, what do? Was that Pee-wee's Pee- biggest? <laughs> <laughs> there's, a mo- there's definitely a movie in this. They're like, "What are you looking at me by, for? By way, Get out of here!" Dylan as an animated chicken would be Pee-wee's fucking big adventure. <laughs> so they just sat there looking at me like, "What are we supposed they to leave? do?" Speaking of which, they uh, show me lost like three chickens out of like. You wow, saved 20 chickens. Yes. I mean, you should have. Do you have a I certificate? You're like, I saved her a- house because there was a, a tree le- that was on fire leaning on her house. It had burned. Kevin, you are, the, you are the Oscar Schindler. You're the Oscar Schindler of chickens. But I, I think, think I are. think he should have like a, a, a certificate, uh, like a picture with the I don't know. With like the chickens? A, some kind of an acknowledgement. I agree. That. It's a it's a fine moment. I know. I agree. But Conley also, he has a. a Police officer brother, so you got yeah, the yeah, first yeah, no, responder but, blood but in you. But as a civilian to do that and try to save your neighbor's house, and like we joke around, but yeah, he saved chickens, like whatever he saved. It's a great, yeah. it's great thing. It's There's amazing. no question. I still, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm glad the chickens are okay. You still should have gotten the fuck out of there. Realistically, you know, probably. I mean, I probably should have. Yeah. If you had to do it I over could. again, would you? You know what happened is well, I, was, survived, I was out so. of there, so I had gotten all. You know, we we got all the, the filled up all the animals. My ex had you know so many animals. She had three bunnies. She had a spider, a tarantula. Jesus, <laughs> three dogs, two cats, giant Maine Coons. All these. So I got them out, but guest house is on fire. 
All right. What? How did she know? She heard from someone who lived in the area. Wow. It was my guest house. It was my next door neighbor's house. False information. Mm. My next door oh, neighbor's Agents uh, always give the wrong fucking as well. Friends like wild. So I was like, man. I'm going back in. I could, I could, I could save, I could save the big house at least. So I went in thinking my hat, my guest house was on fire. And, and what about, was it? But the whole neighborhood was on fire. It was the craziest oh thing ever. It's nuts. And what Everywhere you look. What happened with the neighbor's house, that, with the guest house? Did it burn? It burned down. Wow. Yeah. My brother's wife's sister's husband was evacuated. Wait, wait. You what? It doesn't even matter. <laughs> it's like a friend, basic, basically a friend, sends a picture yeah. to me in Mexico of the fire as they're evacuating from the PCH. So I get this photo, and my girlfriend just told me about Snapseed which is like a photo editing thing. So I, I didn't even realize what was happening. I put it in the photo. Is this when you plagiarized a photo? And went <laughs> it's not. It, no, 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 I didn't plagiarize anything. I mean, it was his photo and he gave it to me. So, but I hit a filter on a, on a tragic event because I didn't realize what was, was happening and the picture was so insane, I posted it. I was on vacation. I went into the water and I came out and it was reposted. I'm being very serious. There's a news story about it that says it, it went to a billion places. Tom Brady reposted it. This one, that one, wow. and it, be, it became the the picture of the fire. And I got New York Times. This one, all going. Can we can we pay to use this photo? And I'm like, it's it's not my photo. And then I started freaking out that I put this filter on it, and that I was trying to like beautify or something the fire. It was the photo of the fire, which yeah. Grant Denham took. Um, it, it was pretty wild. But I mean, you know, when you're How away, how many followers did you pick up when you posted? <laughs> I mean. It's, <laughs> He's so bitter about his stupid businessman handle. It's like, I mean, it's just ridiculous. It had to be good for a couple thousand followers. <laughs> hey, how about a word from our sponsors, huh? All right. So guys out there, if you like sex, I'm sure you do. You're going to love BlueChew.com. Okay. They offer a very reliable performance enhancement for the bedroom. These are the same active ingredients as in Viagra and Cialis. You're just going to chew it and do it. Since they're chewable, they can work faster. You can take them anytime, day or night. BlueChew.com affiliated physicians work with you to find the dosage and active ingredient that is best for you. So you can do this all online, talk to a physician, get your what you need and get it going and feel good about it. The online physician consult is free. It only takes a few minutes to connect with a BlueChew.com affiliated physician. And if you qualify, you get prescribed online quickly. No in-person doctor visit, no awkward conversation, no waiting in line at a pharmacy ships directly to your door in a real discreet package so nobody knows what's happening here. Blue Chew gives you confidence in bed every time. You and your partner will love it. It is a great deal for you guys. Visit BlueChew.com and you get your first order free when you use the promo code VICTORY. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code VICTORY! Now you can yell that out when you're having sex too. It actually adds a whole other dimension to it. Alright guys, let's get back to the show. I wasn't even, like, I didn't even understand Instagram at that point. It was basically used for, like, post my oh, dog way, and my we, kids. God, we, I knew that that monster was created. I remember, you remember when we were sitting at Dantana's? And, yeah. And Jerry and I, yeah. we, we set you up your Twitter account. I 100%. Like, we just created a monster. Yeah. <laughs> we, just, we just let well, Frankenstein loose I in was, the building. I was not into it at all. I didn't even understand it. And the truth is, listen, Kevin Dillon and I still are way behind the girl. You I started after the movie. But, you know. I mean, if yeah. I started during the movie, I would have been able to. But for people outside the business who want to be in it, it's freaking huge now. When you're an actor and you want to do something, they ask how many followers. When they yeah. talk about it in variety, they write. It's been this and that because yeah. the truth is it's an enormous 
promotional tool, and and unfortunately, it's part of part of what the game is. So Reese, yeah. I can't picture Reese doing it. By Are the you way, you doing no, it? Like, I mean, I have an account. I try not to look at it, though. You know, it's just like, <laughs> you're not an Instagram guy. I mean, these two. By the way, the two of these guys are so freaking when, old school. When, Kevin, when Dylan got on, I thought, oh man, wow. yeah, I got to jump now. Really, yeah. Well, Dylan <laughs> got I, Dylan got I a couple of free single, items. I didn't make a single post since Christmas until we started doing this thing, and I was like, I better start. Posting it. I mean, they'll send you some free stuff. It's yeah, nice. Hey, you get a free beer. For, by the way, how about hey. a free sponsor? Can we get a sponsor with Doug? With all your friends, we need a sponsor. Our, Victory, uh, the podcast. Your name here. Not to mention, here. we've been drinking Coors Light like uh, savages. Yeah. They, the people think we can change that. So anyway, we're play. desperately pleading for a sponsor. <laughs> Who wants to sponsor the businessman's podcast? I thought he handled this shit. So uh, all right, what, what all else? Right, favorite, let's talk. About, let's talk about favorite. favorite let's talk about favorite moments of Billy Walsh moments. Oh man. So many good ones. My- Make sure a crane can fit through that window. <laughs> <laughs> I love his whole speech at the beginning of the doc one, but still, my 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 favorite thing is is uh, that first scene with with you guys sitting at the table. The amount of times he calls you E. Want to shoot way- you, Long Lens Vince? <laughs> and and the way feel the frame like McQueen and Bullet. <laughs> Again, I think I think Reese did stick to to my words. I believe he can he can speak to otherwise. But the way I had nothing to do with the way you handed the script over the Queens Boulevard script like it was you know the Sea Scrolls, and it's just it's it's a really great moment, and you feel, hey man, I'm not a suit. Hey, <laughs> yeah, you are. You just don't know it yet. <laughs> yeah, you don't know it yet. Toodaloo. Hey, I bet I was gonna say Toodaloo. Oh, I was sorry, gonna say, sorry. did you write Toodaloo or did Rob Weiss came up with the Toodaloo? Okay, yeah, I thought sure. maybe improv Dylan, that what, one. What was the line? Who's blowing him? I hope it's not the part of the bookie because I'm playing him. That would be really awkward. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> something, something like that. It really is the amazing commitment of, of Johnny Drama that he's still going to do I'll it. I'll still do it. It's going to be awkward. <laughs> and, and it's not going to be great, but you got to do what you got to yeah, do. And by know, the way, Drama says, which is one of my favorite moments, he says, this guy's the hottest director in town. His movies, this and that. And he's like, you saw it? He's like, no, I don't see that shit. I don't watch indies. I watch studio <laughs> yeah, yeah, movies. Yeah. And then when you see yeah, him, yeah. you're like, I loved your movie, man. <laughs> yeah, you already told me that. And I'm like, but this time I actually saw it. <laughs> <laughs> you're just a complete liar. And yeah. it's, it's great. But you know, is- this is a little out of context, but my favorite Dylan line towards the end of the show when we were doing the last season and we were going to land on 96 episodes. Uh, it was me, Dylan, Jerry, and Adrian. We're sitting there, we're bullshitting. And I'm like, you know what, guys? We should offer to do four episodes at scale. <laughs> So we and couldn't land at a hundred. It was quiet, and Dylan goes, "Well, you'll be doing those episodes alone." Bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll yeah. be doing those episodes alone, bro. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm not doing nothing for scale anymore. <laughs> I, no, I, I, just a number, bro. Not scale. No, not scale. You'll be doing those episodes. Oh, alone, why would bro. we give it to him for scale? <laughs> no, no, I mean the, uh, it, scale like, plus five. Six was like you know whatever. Lucky oh, blessed, always, all those things. By but, the way, like, it would have been nice to land. By the way, it'll kill me forever. It's like my whole life. I I really did grow up going you know what i just want to do 100 episodes of a television show and we got to 96 and i mean I happily ever after i don't know if you count that but we did 100 <laughs> what are you talking about we counted this, yeah. this guy is responsible reese was talking about the upn this man is really I launched the wb he really did which became the upn right or cw no, the uh, wb and the upn combined to make right. a cw but happily ever after which was you know a great creator Unhappily created married with, ron levitt yeah who created married with children i mean that's a great show and to watch Connolly, like you know who people think you know is was only e and the guy who ruined the fucking notebook <laughs> but he actually <laughs> did a he did a lot more than that What's your favorite memory of working with all of us? Praise us a little bit. It's mm. probably mm. regarding me, but like, just give us something. Um, 
his 30th birthday in Vegas was like... Do you remember like, that? Do you it, remember? I mean, yo, here's... Here, and it was a baptism here's, by fire. I'll never, really. I'll never forget this because very early on a Monday morning, he's still kind of new, and I was like, hey, man, what are you doing uh, this weekend? You want to go to Vegas? He's like, Las Vegas. Never been there before. <laughs> he's like, what do I do? I'm like, just... You know, walk outside. There'll be a car there. <laughs> Just get in the car and uh, and we'll go. And we went, and it was me, you, Dylan, Jerry, Adrian, all, all the guys, and we had a we had a blast. I still have my Bellagio silk yeah. uh, bathrobe. <laughs> my Bellagio <laughs> silk bathrobe. Yeah. By the way, I didn't get the call. I didn't get that invite. You didn't that, get that call? That, no, that and Dylan's wedding, I somehow was fucking left off the list. Well, I left Meet everyone it. off that list. <laughs> I wish I was not on that list. <laughs> <laughs> to me, what's Top crazy high. watching them. Watch because I watched the the first episode, you know, and like here we are in 2020, and that was in was shot in 04, 04. I mean, it's another era of history. Yeah, and and, and and in a way, the show really does kind of like exemplify the, the two, times, the times, Time right? in a perfect way. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking. I was looking <laughs> At Ari's pants, like wearing in in uh, in front of the Starbucks. Oh, they no, three they were sizes like, too small. Were, no, they were like huge. They were like uh, oh, were they? Thought they were some kind of. Giant Before he pants. started wearing thirty ones, I don't know what it was. But it was just like because then then in the movie was in that was in the teens. We shot that what? Yeah, it was two thousand thirteen, thirteen, fourteen, fourteen. Okay. Yeah. But the early the early episodes, really. Yeah. I mean, the 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 show kind of does really. You know, that that it, that it, is, it is the, era. the era. That's a snapshot oh, yeah. of the era. It's a snapshot. The other of the thing era. too is, can you imagine? And and we we talk about this a lot. Like what social media would have done for the show. Thank God it was no way. social media. I, I, I agree. No. I think Doug believes we would have been bigger with social media. Well, I think zero, we would have been oh, bigger. Zero doubt in my mind because HBO, which was huge, still was very small compared to NBC, ABC, whatever. If we would have had the opportunity to make everybody stars on their own of social media, it would have been mm, enormous yeah, it and, and spreading us, yeah. the words around. Again, we, we did well. We were successful, but it's tough to have that afterlife. And we've talked about some of the stuff that it's not that it doesn't play today, which annoys the shit out of me when people revise history and you can't talk like that. Whether you're watching Goodfellas, and I understand that's more art, but even something like uh, Wolf of Wall Street, which is a comedy. They can say because Scorsese directed it that it's, you know, it's a fucking drama. But no, it's, it's a, a comedy. It's a sure. comedy and it's vulgar and uh, like on an extreme level. I love the movie, but it's much more vulgar than anything we did. But we sort of got painted as the kind of uh, the vulgar show now, which is weird because mm. at the time we were the real critical darling so mm. it's weird looking back but i think that that is what you say is the perfect thing it was the right thing for the time and place and it was accurate to what was going on there and i think it shows some of your experiences so mm. anyway it was great reese having you that was reese. really awesome um and that wraps up another episode of victory the podcast i'm doug ellen at mr doug ellen i'm kevin dillon at kevin dillon official victory are we doing Instagram handles? Yeah, you gotta get your Instagram <laughs> right. handles. Doug, Doug just picked up seven followers. Right? I need them. I need everyone I, I can get. Thanks for coming.